Namaste. Secret heaven, our teaching, is, as far as I know, completely unique. We are the only uh, teaching that covers the entire range of human experience. As uh, Osho liked to say, from sex to superconsciousness. He tried, and he did a pretty good job. But he never gave the complete system. He never gave his internal understanding. He would just jump from topic to topic to topic and, and covered everything, but not systematically. We go by the actual structure of the human being. Seven chakras. This is well known in all yoga teachings. But who is practicing all seven yogas for the seven chakras? See, that's what's missing. Spiritual organizations and teachings have become narrow, very specialized, sectarian. And this is dualistic. For example, we have one viewer <laughs> who wants to claim that he's the unborn, a Jatavada yogi. Huh? And, and he likes to put down any uh, concept which is not on the Ajatta platform. So, this is bogus because what he's doing is trying to promote a non-dual view, but doing it in a manner that is sectarian and dualistic. If he really had realization of the non-dual reality, then he would be cool with everything. <laughs> He'd be okay with people who are still in a dualistic concept. He wouldn't criticize, he would encourage. Encourage them to finish their sadhana on the dualistic platform so they can go higher. See, this leads to all kinds of misrepresentations because people are teaching one narrow path and they try to say that this is everything. But then they also condemn and reject any teachings that are different. So what this leads to is paradoxes like, for example, the uh, Hare Krishna devotees. They're promoting love of God. Well, if, if you really have love of God, you're not anyone's enemy. Yet, the Krishna devotees spend a lot of their time condemning, criticizing, and rejecting any path based on non-duality. And what does this do? Well, it pushes them to the bottom of the stack. You know, we have four major views of reality. 
the Dvaitavada, which is ordinary religion, sectarian duality. The Vishishta Dvaitavada, which is devotion, bhakti, spontaneous love, free from all regulative principles and morality and so on. Uh, and then we have the Vivartavada. And this is meditation. This is the Buddha's teaching, for example, is almost all on the platform of Vivartavada. And then there's the platform of realization, Ajatavada. But the funny thing about it is, <laughs> by trying to be specialized in one area, what happens is they fall down to the uh, Dvaitavada platform because they make sectarian distinctions. See, we don't make any sectarian distinctions. We say, look, in the human being, there are seven chakras, seven energy centers, seven vortexes of consciousness. So we have to have yoga methods that address each of these seven chakras. Seven yogas for seven chakras. And the first is Tantra for the sex chakra. Then there's Qigong for the energy chakra. Then there's Iron Shirt. This is all Chinese yoga for the third chakra because the, the bottom three chakras have been completely neglected in Indian thought. They have all tried to attain celibacy, but without going through the intermediate steps. So what they attain instead is nothing but repression. <laughs> and repression, of course, limits their energy. And so they can't attain the higher states. So what we say is cultivate the three chakras first. Make the body strong. Experience the whole range of sexuality as much as possible. And then cultivate a very, very powerful energy regime to make your body strong and fit for the higher stages. And all this time you're doing religious rituals. This is Dvaitavada. Religious rituals according to rules and regulations. What happens? At some point, the love of God becomes spontaneous. It blooms like a flower. If Dvaitavada is the tree or the bud, Bhakti or Vishishta Dvaitavada is the flower, the fruit. So what happens in Vishishta Dvaitavada is that one sees ultimately that God is within me. After all, I can go into a devotional trance and experience a beautiful relationship within my own self. That means the God or goddess, whichever is the object of my devotion, is actually within me. So if that's true, that means I am one with God. At least theoretically. And this leads to the next stage of Vivartavada, real meditation. And this also occurs spontaneously. So 
anyone who's practicing on the level of rules and regulations is in the preliminary stage. They are accruing good karma, which are the provisions, the supplies, the, the fuel that gets them through the long journey to realization. Now, why is it a long journey? Only because we're so attached to our misunderstandings. <laughs> Only because we are so identified with the things that are not the self. Only because we accept so much direction and so much instruction from external sources, like religion. <laughs> But secret heaven is not religion. Secret heaven is beyond religion. It completely transcends the sectarian divisions of, you know, hatha yoga, bhakti yoga, uh, jnana yoga, whatever, you know. It completely integrates the view of the human being as a complete whole, as an expression of the Godhead. Yeah, you have to reach the higher stages to realize that. But you should know, at least theoretically, from the beginning, that the self is non-different from what we call God. So how do we realize this self? How do we understand that? Tattvamasi, huh? I am that. Or... Uh, Brahma, the all-pervading, unconditioned awareness that is the source of everything. After all, without awareness, we wouldn't be able to be conscious. And without consciousness, there is no experience, there is no world, there is no nothing. So this consciousness that is the development of awareness non-dual awareness into duality. This is actually the Shakti. And the Shakti is the one that we worship in Bhakti. So whether the Shakti appears in her natural female form or in a male form as Vishnu or something like that, it's the same Shakti. And the same truth is there. She says, all the forms of Shiva and Vishnu come from me. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> Everything comes through consciousness. Like I said, without consciousness, there isn't anything. So if we want to live in the world at all, we have to embrace this goddess. We have to embrace this Shakti. We have to see that everything in manifestation is actually her. And by worshiping her, we get past the duality. Uh, she grants us the freedom to go beyond. Now in the past, I've offered initiation into the Shakti Bhakti. And only a handful, I think two or three people, followed up on it. I mean, this is unbelievable. If you want to advance, if you want to get beyond this dualistic idea of the world being different from the self, 
or myself being different from God, uh, then we have to do it through bhakti. And by bhakti, I don't mean religious rituals. Remember in Tripura Rahasya, when Parshuram got initiated into the bhakti of the goddess, the worship of the mother, he went and for some years only performed that sadhana. That's all he did. And at the end of it, he went back to his guru and he said, is there any end to these religious obligations? Do I have to do this, this sadhana, this ritual for the rest of my life? Doesn't it lead to something? Isn't there another stage beyond it? He had already got the idea. He had already got the intuition. And his guru confirmed it. Yes. There is another stage. And then he taught him meditation. But to reach the stage of real meditation, you have to be beyond duality. You have to be beyond the concept that God or the absolute is different from myself. You have to reach the point, at least theoretically, that God and I are one. And that doesn't mean that my little petty ego and selfish desires are somehow God. No, that's not going to fly. Uh, that's Neo-Edwaita. I am one with God. That means whatever I want is the divine will. <laughs> Bullshit. And unfortunately, the Neo-Edwaita teaching has become widespread and often substitutes for the real Advaita teaching. People think they know, but they're only imagining that they have realization. It's too bad. So our innovation is that we have brought all these yogas, seven different yogas, uh, Tantra, Qigong, Iron Shirt, Bhakti, Mantra, Dhyana, meditation, and Jnana, realization. We have brought them all into one path. So it's very easy and convenient to study and practice all seven yogas simultaneously. That's the meaning of secret heaven. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. And the secret heaven method is the door. Om Tatsat. Budu Sharnai. Thanks for being with us. If you've made it this far, you'd probably like our YouTube channel too. Visit YouTube slash user slash Dharmasara. D-H-A-R-M-A-S-A-R-A. See you there.